The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Great news with Kay at the bottom of the hour. A little late this week because we were away on Monday. Uh, keep in mind, if, you, if you're loving the, the Laura Logan interview, um, it continues tomorrow and on Friday. Also tomorrow on Friday, Carrie's pretty big. You got you got Adam, Adam Carolla tomorrow mm. on Friday. Oh, all right. Looking forward to so that. So we're not playing around. We're not playing around. There's a lot going on. So much so we're probably just going to skip the song here. And no, let's no, get no. right into No, no, no. You can't skip the song. I told you what we you have mean? plenty of time. Play the song. If you stop talking, you can well, play I did the a song. Poll. And we have plenty of time. There is no poll. No well, uh, like Jen Psaki said, people polling. What did you say? People public, polling? Public polling. Pu- public polling of the people. <laughs> there is uh, no public, public polling of this Public song. polling of the people um, have said that the song kind of really does take no. away from the show. No, no, no. no um, nobody said that. Where you've just got a rocking it. show. It's just great. Play it. I honestly, we just talked so much because you won't stop talking that we probably don't have time no, for it. No, you won't stop talking. Play it right now. We have plenty of time. Oh, really? <laughs> please. Play it right now, she said. Please. Really? Please. Please. Oh, wait, what, what day is it? I forget. Wednesday. Whatever. Just stupid song. You love it. You secretly love it. I'm not, I'm not taking your crap today. That's it. We're done no, with it. No, come on. <laughs> Keep playing the song. Thank you. Helps a lot of people baby. get through their baby. Wednesday. You're spoiled. Yeah. You're spoiled. No, I'm spoiled. Whatever. <sighs> All right. You, that. you don't know the right. boss of me. Yeah, I can play the song, though. It's kind of written you know. All the garbage that I get for the Taco Tuesday song, which is the one simple pleasure I get per week from you people. <laughs> and, and i, I, I got to get that whole thing. Paul, is there some song that I have to play for you to make you happy, too? Well, I, I don't even know. What is your favorite song? I know that you listen to some rap. I know that you're a DJ and you and you play any kind of music, that, whatever they want at the at the event. But what do you like? That's a tough one. Uh, Somebody I, said, I, I will play one song just for you. What would it be? Man, I, I can't I can't think of really? one. Really? Yeah. Because there, there's there's too many songs that I like. Very interesting. Now, Sam, you growing up, you listened to classical music, and then you had some jazz playing at the house over the weekend. You got an e- eclectic sort of sense of music for a young person. What, if there's one song, what would it be? Because you had your queen, you had your queen era. Yeah. You had you had your Guns and Roses era, mm-hmm. where you actually mm-hmm. sang just like the guy for a while, mm, right? So, what would know. it be? I'm, I, I would say, like these days, there's for me at least personally, there's no like one favorite song, but there are like favorite playlists. And right now, it is kind of like that smooth instrumental jazz because I just kind of like chill out to it. But if I had to pick one song, I just couldn't. And Carrie, that's not your favorite Bon Jovi song, right? No, it isn't. Mm-mm. What's that whole The Father song or something like that? Or The Son song? What is it? Um, uh, the Story of Love. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah so that's one of the newer one. ones. Yeah, I do so like Paul, that. you're still on the mic. Have you thought of something? Uh, not really, man. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I have like my playlist as well. Um, 
but it's funny because it, it'll be anything from like 80s stuff to like 90s early 2000s like r&b stuff interesting so now you know. i know your artist elvis right yes so what would the song be my the songs would actually blow you away if i if, let's say if i had a top five songs Sweet Home Alabama's in there. Love that song. Mm, that's a good one. Kyrie by Mr. Mister is in there. Really? Oh, yeah. I would not have picked that for you. Does anybody really know what time it is by Chicago? Uh-huh. If I Can Dream by Elvis. And probably another Elvis song or a Johnny Cash would slip in there. Hmm. It might be like the Orange Blossom special. Oh, that's a good one. Johnny uh, See, I'm all over the place. Now, if I had to pick like one, that. I don't know. But Mr. Mister, wow. You know the song, right? That, that was do. like the number one song a, of the year that, that year. big that was, 80s hit, yeah. But I would not have picked that for you. Now, their first hit, I think, was Broken Wings. I was like, yeah, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Then Kyrie, holy crap, man. The oh. harmonies in that song, and it's, it's like it's a religious song that made it to the top of the pop charts, because Kyrie Laison is a very religious thing. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was awesome. I think that's all they ever did. Did they do anything beyond those two songs? I Not that I know of. No. And I think it was M-R period Mr. Is I think how they spelled their name. I don't think it was actually Mr. Mr., was it? Well, I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't thought about that group in so ages. The, see? Blew your mind. The did. songs that I came up with. Look at you. Mm. Paul, you got to add that to our, to our bump list. Uh, Kyrie, a little of that. That was a great song. Holy crap. I remember watching the Grammys that year, and they performed it live. And I don't know if they were really singing or not, but it was awesome. It was really great. Hmm. Now, again, if we go to 10 songs, there's going to be some Billy Joel in there, too. Oh, you got to have probably a few more Elvises. Right, yeah. Yeah, so again, we're talking about this because of the lame song you make me play on Wednesdays. I had to cleanse (laughs) the palate with real songs, with good stuff. It is not lame. You haven't listened to a lot of, you know, um, Frank Sinatra. Been You've been listening to a lot of Frank, Frank really? Yeah. What's stuff. your favorite Frank? Oh, Fly Me to the Moon. I absolutely it's a great song. love it's that song. It's a great song. I love it. Luck Be a Lady tonight. That's, That's a, good a good one. That's a good one. My Way. My, I, I was going to really say, love how he sang I My do, Way. But I My do. Way, it's a great song, but I, I mean, I prefer the Elvis version. I like Frank. When he Have you heard the it. Elvis version? Uh, maybe not listen for to a it. very long time. You're going to be like, I will never listen to Frank again. Okay. Oh, you know, another one, I mean, come on. I mean, now, we're, now that we're, why'd you start this crap? Sorry. Maybe I started it. Um, but either way, uh, uh, Elvis's version of Bridge Over Troubled Water. Come on. Come that, on, That dude. was pretty good. Yeah, I'll give you that one. To the point where Simon and Garfunkel said. better than Simon and Garfunkel one. Yeah, they, they actually said, I don't think we can ever sing this song again after he sang it. Forget yeah. about it. Yeah. It so, uh, yeah, all of that. Paul, you come up with anything? What do you got? I mean, I, I will say if, if, if there was one artist that I was going to listen to, like a bunch of their songs, it would probably be George Strait, um, really, and Prince. So it's like so weird that it would be like two complete opposites. But yeah, yeah, they're not even close in in genre. But I got to tell yeah. you something: Prince was way ahead of his time for a guy who couldn't read music to make music like that. Yeah. Do a whole song in falsetto, knowing he had a deeper voice when he sang. What what a what a, a an incredible artist! I, I mean, absolutely, la- I could not agree with you more. Last night I watched Purple Rain. I mean, so that just tells you right there. I mean, and what was that like? Eighty three, eighty four. When was that from? There. Yeah. I mean, is it Carrie Prince at all? No. Oh, I love Prince. Absolutely. You know what I love about a topic like this? You've, you've got people in their cars and listening right now, forgetting about the politics of the day, yelling what songs they <laughs> they in fact. Isn't you know, it would, nice would play. though? It's a little fresh, you know, breath of fresh air. 
Well, don't we have to talk about Satan? There's actually a story about Satan today. (laughs) I know. Uh, Sam, give me top five. Let's go. Well, I'd say probably number one is Muse for my band, but right now I've been on this binge of sea shanties, and I've been listening to The Longest Johns, and they're super good, mostly acapella. Can I just say this? I don't know anything but what you just said. You just said a bunch of words. Muse, sea shanties, acapella, great stuff. I don't know what you mean. Are you speaking the English, Sam? Listen, you need to look these bands up. They're very Sea good. shanties is a band? No, no I see why she was into Pirates of the Johns. Caribbean. I'm sorry, the longest Johns. It sounds the like it's. Johns. I mean, that could be really. That could be a very dirty <laughs> reference. I don't know what that oh, means. I, th- I thought she said yawn. The, what? What do you say? I thought she said long, longest yawns. I have no idea. <laughs> Sam, God bless you, honey. You're gonna have to enlighten Dad about what the heck you just said. The longest Johns by Sea Sea Shanties. No, that's the band. And the they longest sing Johns. Sea Shanties. Yes. And their acapella, which I would like. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you would like them. I think of you when I listen to them. Well, thanks for introducing me to them. Never. Oh, that makes sense. They're called the longest yawns. That makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the, the, <sighs> longest, the longest time I've spent with one guy working on a show. This is what happens. All right. So um, uh, at the end of the day, if we had top 10, there'd be much more stuff. But I'm telling them all over the place. Oh, well, one, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And I love uh, old country, but uh, seriously, one of the best songs ever he stopped loving her today by George Jones. I think that is one. He that's probably one of the best country today. songs ever. No, no, sir. You. Uh, I'm going to parody that tonight. I'm making a parody of it tonight. Not sing like George Jones. No. <laughs> but, yes, Polo. I was just going to say. I mean, when when you're talking about all this stuff, I have these. I don't know if I can say. Let's say it's, it rhymes with Spotify. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Playlist, and I have these because some some remind me of when I was growing up. Others just you know throughout the years of of hearing them, and it's like these um, back back in the valley w- during like the week they would have this like yep. midnight magic, you know that they'll play like love songs or whatever. So right. I, I have my own playlist for that, and then I have one like for R and B, and then I have like a country one, and like those are things that I listen to sometimes like when I go to sleep. Um, because I remember growing up that that's what I would do sometimes, you know, when I'd go to sleep, I'd have music, you know, kind of playing in the background and and do that. So there's, there's, it's just so weird because like what you're talking about, I have like everything from the eighties and nineties, um, weird, random stuff that's in there. Um, but it works. I don't know. No, it does. I, and I think that people probably would be more eclectic in their choices of music if they were exposed to it. Um, it, it I love going on like YouTube and watching somebody who loves rap listen to Ted Nugent for the first right. time or yeah, listen to Queen for the first time. Yeah. It's amazing because they're like, holy crap, this is this is really great. Or somebody listening to, to rap or freestyle who wasn't really into it going, oh my God, that's, that's really a whole different thing. Um, it's interesting. Do I open the lines to have people tell us what songs that are their go-to song? Maybe I do that. Yeah. Or we can yeah. do Disney and we can do Satan and we can do <laughs> you know all this angst. Let's just take a few minutes and say, screw it. Because now I'm going to get, listen, I'm already getting the emails. I can't believe you talked about songs. Can't believe it. The world's crumbling. Yeah, and you I'm talked sure. about songs. I'm sure Disney and Satan will be there tomorrow. So that's true. That's actually true. And funny, those are not the same story. They're actually different stories. <laughs> so uh eight eight nine four one Pags, eight eight nine four one seven two four seven JoePags.com. I really want to know what your go to if you can think of a go to song, one of them. I'll hear you, or a few songs, or artists, or whatever. I think I listen, Polo, I think more people are like you than you think. 
Because, you know, I'll listen to fusion and jazz nonstop. I'll listen to straight bebop from the 1930s. And then I'll listen to, um, you know, like that, that, that song that I played during the break. Um, I, and I don't know the real name of the song because I did a parody about it. But, but like newer country, Blake Shelton, I think he's great. Um, and I'm not a big country guy. So, I mean, people can do that. I'll listen to rap. I'll listen to straight rap. Why not? Um, so I think that people are more like that than, than, you, would, than you would guess. I don't know anybody who's just this genre and I'm not going to move. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's it's hard to be that way now because honestly, some of the stuff out right now isn't really catching my attention. It's stuff from a few years ago and and further on that really has my attention. I'm with you. And Sam, growing up, blew our minds. I'm like, is she listening to classical music? And she was listening to classical music. Gabby, who's 21 is singing music from the 30s and 40s and 50s and loves it. And so, I mean, it's very interesting. So I would love to hear from you. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Get over it. We're not going to do hard news right now. Uh, you're wasting all that time talking about the <laughs> the guy yesterday. Talked about the Easter Bunny. Whoa, talk about the Easter Bunny. What? What are you talking about? I, I've got a three-hour show every day. I mean, the guy. remember the guy who called in? He was really mad. Yes, yes. Yes, really Paul. St- oh, I was just going to say, since you're a big TikTok guy, there's, I guess some debate going on i guess on tiktok saying that asking the question if nirvana is considered an oldie i would say no <laughs> I, w- I would like to say no but yeah no, i mean it's 30 years ago right yeah, i mean if you yeah. think about it it's 30 years ago but i would say not an oldie because i think that they originated the the, the style of music grunge or they came out of the grunge movement so i still think that that's a thing i think that it's an oldie if they're not really doing music like that anymore does that make sense uh, I guess so. Carrie, uh, are they uh, Nirvana oldies or not? No, I don't think so. Sam? Sam's answering phone. The phones are going nuts. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We will take your calls on this. We will lighten things up a little bit, and you'll deal with it. Um, <laughs> And that's the way we're going to do No, I mean, why not? Why can't, Carrie, yes. why can't we do that every once like in a I while, said, for God's sake? it's sakes? nice. Come on. Does it always have to be the angst? Does it always have to be that? <sighs> no, not always. All right. Uh, before we hit the break, let me remind you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure does a great job with this uh, this Oxy technology. It is proven technology to get it done right for you and your family. Make things that don't smell so fresh, make them smell fresh because they call it the thunderstorm. It leaves behind this great scent of a thunderstorm having happened, and you know how fresh that is. Gets rid of any odor like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. It's got uh, the ability to quickly destroy viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more as well. Over 200,000 of these have been sold. No filters to buy. You never have to breathe dirty air anymore in your house, and it doesn't take up any space. You plug it right into the wall, and it's almost silent, so it's even good for the bedroom. Again, we've got these in the house. They leave an incredible fresh scent afterwards, um, and, and you walk right through, and you know where the thunderstorm is at any given point. Save a bunch of money, get a three pack for 200 bucks. You're saving about $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3. Save $200. Shipping is free as well. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS, the number three. Save $200. Shipping is free as well. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see what your go-to song is. If you've got a specific genre or if it doesn't really matter, you just a good song is a good song on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about an incredible app that I want everybody who buys gas to go and find out more about. It's called GetUpside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app. It's in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code PAGS for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first tank. And it's not just for gas. You can earn up to 30% cash back at grocery stores, restaurants, and food delivery, too. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card, or Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. It's GetUpside, G-E-T-U-P-S-I-D-E. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, get 25% or 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Use my promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, that's code PAGS with GetUpside. All right, uh, I got a few emails on this. Uh, Chris writes in, Mr. Mr. Surprise Me Too, older song for me, Rush, Lakeside Park, was great, uh, was great meeting. I don't think I know that song, to be honest with you. Uh, another one, this is from Mark. He says, Jeff Buckley's version of Hallelujah. Great song. Carrie, great song, Hallelujah. Oh, love, love, love that song. Love Jeff that bon song. does All a great right. one, too, actually. I mean, I'm not version. so sure, because somebody, Stacy wrote me and said, have you seen this video of Bon Jovi at a recent concert? How can Carrie listen to this? There's videos from TikTok. I'm sure there are more out there to prove how bad he's singing. Well, but I, Carrie, I because, have Because that. we're friends. Mm-hmm. I will not play the audio. Thank you. I appreciate that. It would not be a pretty thing. But I do have a good suggestion he Stopped Loving Her Today, a parody for Kamala Harris. That's a suggestion from a listener. Oh, no. Please no. stop loving her today. No? No, please don't. No. You saying don't do that? Butcher. Diane no. says, Piano Man by Billy Joel, great song. Air Tonight, Genesis, great song. Love Shack, B-52's dumb song, but fun. And uh, all of the Dark Side of the Moon album by Pink Floyd, all good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not Nothing bad. wrong with that, Not right? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Sherry writes in, I'm 56. Can't stand the new stuff. Love your show. Nice to have a break from Ukraine and Biden. Um, Creed by uh, Creed, Bon Jovi. These are the, the artists that she likes. Three Doors Down, Nickelback, and Scott Stapp. Who is Scott Stapp? The singer of Creed. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I was like, but why did she separate them? Did he leave Creed? Yeah, I think they broke up. And isn't Creed sort of the guy who yeah. sort of sings like that? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I <laughs> you should do a Creed song. I you should it. do, yeah, do a parody on a Creed <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, your show is awesome. Uh, sorry, can't call him. Cooking, Smoke in the Water by Deep Purple. Frankenstein by Edgar Winter. Sailing by Christopher Cross for Quiet Time. Come on. I like that. He's from San Antonio, too. I like that. Again, please stop singing these great songs. You sound nothing like Christopher Cross or George. Well, I can't because he sings like a girl. Let's stop it. (laughs) I can't because I've got a man's voice. No. Christopher Cross is not listening. I love you, Christopher. How how do you know? He he lives around here. He does too. Stop it. He does too. He does not live around here. Christopher Cross, if you're listening, my voice is three octaves deeper than yours, but I love you like a brother. Okay. Yeah, I stopped listening. He did uh, um, the Arthur's theme, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. He and did that one, Sailing, which was great. Laura. And think of, think Laura, of Laura, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's from, uh, from General Hospital. <laughs> All right, got to hit a break here. Cray News with Kay when we come back. I appreciate you. Stay on the Joe Pags Show. You're listening to Joe Pags.
Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have back. Member of the family. She does Cray News with Kay on Mondays, but today's Wednesday because he had Easter and we we're flying around with all sorts of stuff going on. Kay, how are you? It's Kay Smythe. Good to see you. I am so good, Joe. How are you? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you coming on today a little bit later than usual, but there's still a lot of stuff going on. And I'm kind of happy that I'm talking to you after the mask mandate was lifted, uh, even though Biden's not sure if he's going to challenge the court ruling out of Florida because the CDC has to tell him when to wake up in the morning or something. Um, But one thing that I don't know, and you know this intimately, you're from Europe, I have no idea how Europe, our friends overseas, are dealing with all of this. Do they still mask up? If you're domestically flying in Europe, do you have to mask up? What, What are the rules there, do you know? So I don't know the specifics of the rules. All I can tell you is what my friends in Europe do. And I still count the UK as part of Europe. You know, we've talked about Brexit before. I don't think Brexit should have happened. I'm a conservative person, but I'm very anti-Brexit. We disagree, but but we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, well, that's that's for another day. You don't day. like Boris Johnson. Let's just admit it. You don't like the guy's hair or something. You, you I said don't like anything about he's him. He's a big pig. What, what, is, what does our friend Katie Hopkins call him? A potato? So I get it. There are people like you from Europe who don't like the guy. I just felt like it was good for Europe, for England or the UK to have its own autonomy. We can talk about that next time. You know more about it than I do, and you will slaughter me in this debate. Let me educate myself. But but were they already more lax about masking and things like that than we were? So they were definitely more relaxed about it. I think, uh, you know, the UK is very good at bowing down to social pressure. So they did that pretty swiftly. You know, when Boris Johnson got in a lot of trouble for hosting uh, these huge parties during COVID lockdowns, uh, his way of kind of trying to win back favor was to be like, oh, you know what? We're just going to like cancel all mask mandates. So like, (laughs) can you like me again now, please? But get this, Joe. Okay, so I have a family coming to visit next month. And the way that the rules stand right now is, okay, so there are like a handful of airports in the UK that do big international flights. And my family has to travel about three and a half to five hours to get to the airport that they're going to fly out of to come out here to the state. The only uh, airport so I know in the UK is, is Heathrow. Is that the one? It's one of the main ones. Okay. And like my family's all in Wales. And like most of the Welsh airports, you have to do stopovers. It's an absolute palaver. Okay. So get this. The British government, and I'm pretty sure the American government, you have to have a negative COVID test that on the day that you fly, you have to either film yourself doing it to prove that it's from that day. I swear to goodness, you have to film yourself doing it or go to some like registered something or other that like, you know, the like some, I don't know, like guy in, you know, a black and white suit who's going to like take a blood sample and like clone you or something like that. I don't even know. It's honestly, it's the most dystopian thing. So my family, it's not cheap to come to the states. Well, right now, now. Well, so now is that is that just flying? That. Is that just flying? Uh, you know, uh, overseas. That you don't have to do that if you're flying around the UK, right? Um, I don't know about flying around the UK, but definitely if you want to fly overseas. So my family could get to the airport in a month, and uh, if they test positive for COVID the day that they're flying out, they lose everything. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and everything just gets cancelled. So, you know. Yeah, but I've got an idea, Kay, and it's Kay Smythe. She's a great writer over the Daily Caller on Newsmax all the time, member of the Joe Pags Media family. We appreciate everything Kay does. Uh, Go and check her out, ksmythe.com, S-M-Y-T-H-E. Why don't they just do this? I think it would be more simple. And, and again, I'm just here to help. Why don't they fly to like Monterey, Mexico? And then when they get there, they can come across the border um, via via like Texas, like Laredo or Brownsville. Nobody's tested yeah. anybody for COVID then. No masking. You get a free, like a free money card with 600 bucks and a free smartphone. See, I've helped. Yeah. 
I think that's actually really smart. My my family could do with some updated smartphones. Give me their number. I'll like call them. Yes. You know. No, yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, figure it out. Uh, I think that's a really good idea. We, uh, I think it was 260,000 illegals came across the border in one month. And none of them had to do with what your parents have to do to come from, you know, our friends in Europe to come and visit us. Uh, okay, I want to get into some other COVID news. There really was an impact because there was a lie about this for a long time by medical, so-called medical professionals. The, the medical consensus is this doesn't affect birth rates at all. What is the birth rate of uh, the, the affectation of COVID-19 on the birth rate? There so I wrote one. an article about it this week, Joe, for the Daily Caller. Uh, birth rates plummeted during COVID. Now, we saw similar trends during uh, the flu in 1918, although I do question the kind of efficacy of data collected back then. Right. Um, we saw the same thing after the 2008 uh, global financial crisis. Uh, so these these trends do happen. But OK, here's here's the interesting thing. Everyone's going to say, oh, it was because of lockdown. Like, oh, it's because we weren't able to go out. No. When people lock down, especially at home or with like boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, we actually see birth rates go up in the UK. If we have a really cold winter, we know that there's going to be a baby boom the next year. Like that's a thing. So you're the saying when the- men and women hold on a second, because I'm just I'm not very smart biologically. When <laughs> men and women are locked down together, they end up making babies. What? Yeah, I'm not a biologist, but apparently <laughs> that's how it works. And you're not a Supreme Court justice. Okay, so yep, if it didn't true. happen with COVID, is it that people who are who are hunkered down together were afraid to touch each other, afraid to look at each no, other? What was it? Actually, it's because uh, what people are less likely to have children when they are scared about the financial oh, future of their family. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it turns out that is true. And by the way, and this doesn't have anything to do with the story case talking about, but we also know that the that the so-called vaccines, the shots do have an effect on women's menstruation, does have an effect on on uh, on men between uh, the ages of birth and 30. That's why many of the Nordic countries stopped using these vaccines. There has been an effect of of masking on children because we're breathing back in our carbon dioxide. Okay, you're somebody who works on the numbers. People don't know this, but you you write, you know, uh, PhD theses. You, you you do unbelievable work with data. How long do you think it's going to take for us to get the real numbers on how bad some of the, the actions that were forced upon us were during the time of COVID? So the way that this traditionally works, Joe, is we'll have some pretty scary data within the next five years. Okay. Ten years on from that, we'll get even scarier data. By the time sort of about 25 years has passed, we will look back on this moment in history and see how it defined the rest of our like movement as a society wow. going forward. But I think we've got at least until I would say 2025, 2027 before we can actually like really dig into the weeds on these numbers because it really is just too soon. And I think, um, you know, you brought up a really valuable point about kids being forced to mask up. I saw a headline that we're now finding huge amounts of microplastics like in people's lungs. And, you know, we wonder why. On, Could man. it be that we're wearing predominantly plastic based masks on our face? I mean, I stopped wearing masks within probably like a month of COVID. Like, you know, I did the whole like, oh, I'm going to mask up because everyone's telling me to. And I live in Los Angeles. And then right. pretty quickly I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm over this. Yeah, you know, um, it's, it's ridiculous. Living in Los Angeles, as you did, you, you had to step over people smoking meth and, and having yeah. sex in the street and and defecating in front of your apartment. But you better wear that mask to protect you from COVID. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Kay. How stupid is that? It's the stupid. 
California. California is just a, like a very inherently stupid place. This is what communists do. They dumb people down because it makes them easy to control. Yes. And California defines that as a state. It is the most horrendous modern communist sort of like social test in the world right now. It's real, certainly in the Western world yeah. right now. It's really quite scary because, like, I even have friends who, you know, like, I, I got to bring this up. You know, today is 420. Oh, no. I, a lot go. of people may be on your show. Here, here we go. Me. I was on billboards because I was very well known in the cannabis field as a writer, as a researcher. And um, I have people who used to be my best friend when I was on weed billboards who literally won't even talk to me wow. years later because I stand there and point at California and go, here's some facts and some data that proves that you're living in a communist hellscape and you're allowed freedom. That's like what this whole country was founded right. upon. Um, but well, it's, well, yeah, it's, but Kay, they, they loved you when you were the pot lady. When you're the yeah. pot lady, you're giving them all the numbers and all the data that they needed to prove, hey, mom, dad, I should be smoking pot. Look what Kay Smythe said. But, then it, <laughs> but they think that you became an idiot when, when you decided to do research and real data on other things like masking or, or these, these experimental shots. Is it, that, that just boggles my mind. They trusted you when they wanted, they wanted you to help them do something that others didn't want them to do. They don't mm -hmm. trust you otherwise as if you changed. I hate that. Yep. That's uh, that pretty much defines my lived experience of my 20s so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, very nice. It's Case Smythe. Go to K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot com. Watch her on Newsmax TV at least every Sunday morning. What is it? 830 Eastern? 830 Eastern, where I debate Alice Hennigan on everything. And I always win. Yeah, she does always win. And she always rolls her eyes at him, which I think is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think it's, you're known for the eye roll. Okay, let's talk about Alec Baldwin. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, Will Smith smacked Chris uh, Chris Rock upside the head, and he's banned from the Oscars for 10 years. They try to remove him. They considered criminal charges. The guy's career is going to take a nosedive, rightfully so. He shouldn't have done it. He's mm -hmm. going to be hurt for a while, at least, because of that. Alec Baldwin killed a, killed a lady and in, severely injured another guy on a movie set by pointing a gun at them and shooting them. He claims he didn't pull the trigger. You can't not pull the trigger on that kind of gun, and, and, it, and it just goes off on its own. It doesn't work that way. And he's just walking the street. What is the latest on this? So the actual production company behind the Rust film just got fined by New Mexico's Occupational Sort of Health and Safety Bureau. It was the maximum fine, so it was a, just under $140,000, which personally I don't really think is enough. Yeah. Um, if you know how much, you know, like that, like movies will spend that in a day. But what came with the fine was this absolutely damning, scathing, almost like, I don't even know how to describe it, sort of like an open letter that just sort of defined the absolute stupidity of the people on that set right there were at least two misfires that happened before the one that um killed uh helena hutchins um there were numerous occasions where crew and cast members went to various members of the production team and were like we're really not okay with this like there are a lot of issues on the set this does not feel safe Everything went basically unaccounted for. There wasn't any work that was done to mitigate any of the safety concerns on set. So the the fine that was issued today, it is the absolute maximum they can give. I think it's about 137000 or 139 something along those lines, yeah. uh, $1,000. But um, this does not 
sort of play into the ongoing criminal investigation that is still ongoing. Like, there are people who could very well go to jail for right. this murder. Well, there never should have been live ammo on the set anywhere. I know that they were, oh, we're taking target practice. Why would you ever have live ammo on a set where you know that people are going to pretend like they're shooting guns? It should never have been anywhere near that set, clearly. Um, Alec Baldwin is the executive producer of this movie. Is it his production company that's getting fined? I don't know if it's his production company. Yeah. Um, I would have to look into it. Sometimes what will happen is uh, movies will set up their own independent LLCs that are called production companies, and that's what's used to sort of like create it. It wasn't like a Warner Brothers or anything like that, but um, it was the sort of rust production in of, in and of itself. So this I'm sure it was a separate, probably reported. a separate, yeah, yeah, it was a separate LLC or separate corporation, but he was the, the producer of the movie. So I'm guessing that'll hurt him a little bit, but I mean, the guy yes. killed a lady. So I'm not really sure, you know, this thing, we need to get somewhere with this. It seems like it's not going anywhere. I'm glad that you had an update yeah. today. Last thing, the Batman. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm old school. I, I, I loved the original Batman, obviously, in the 60s because it was campy, it was silly. That guy was mm-hmm. Batman to me. He died you know, a few years ago. We actually had Robin on after, after he passed away. What was it? Uh, Burt Ward is who we had on. Um, Adam West was Batman who passed away. But the, the movie Batman, for me, this is how old school I am, is still Michael Keaton. That, for me, is Batman in the movies. I don't think, uh, what's his face? Affleck did, did very well, although they didn't no. sit through the whole movie. Um, uh, you had Christian Bale, I guess, was Batman for a while. Now you got Robert Pattinson. I don't like that they keep on changing who Batman is. Now, I get it. Keaton's probably 70, and maybe he couldn't be Batman today. I understand that. But I hate the, the whole Spider-Man and Batman idea that you could change who the character is, and we just are, are supposed to accept it. So, all that having been said, you're younger, <laughs> and you probably didn't even see Michael Keaton as Batman. I don't know. Uh, well, he was the original in the movies, but yeah. but for me, um, I can't. Uh, Robert Pattinson is this wolf guy, isn't he? Isn't he some vampire wolf guy or something? Didn't they do so, some vampire diaries or some crap with him in it? Yeah, he did. Uh, he did all the Twilight films. Okay. Now, I I always thought that um, Robert Pattinson was like pretty. Like I thought he was just like a pretty face, basically. I thought he was right. a pretty boring guy. Right. Um, but he did the Twilight Saga. Obviously, like he sort of made his name with that. Um, and just so like your listeners and viewers know, like I get bored at work sometimes. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to review something because I enjoy doing that. Like, you actually I really did the review. Do. You did the review for the Daily Caller. It's up on the Daily Caller. I did. Okay. I did. And so uh, the other night I had like a power outage. And when everything came back on, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to watch this new Batman. I've been sitting in the dark and he's from the dark or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, yeah, the dark I'll night, watch some yes. Batman. And um I I will say the first like ninety minutes. It's a three hour long oh, film. Oh come on! Um, the first ninety minutes, I was like, okay, we could have condensed this way down, Joe. It was actually really good. Like the really? rest of it was really fun. How, clo- how close were like- you? To, how close were you to stopping though? After ninety minutes, if it didn't go anywhere, like I'll, I'll give you an example. And again, you're way too young. You probably never saw this movie. But I was a music major in college, and we all went and saw Amadeus. And Amadeus is like three hours and a half or something. And I love music, and I love storytelling. I love biographies. I was done. Three and a half hours <laughs> of it. Are you kidding me? So, so um, you stuck around for ninety minutes, and then it got good. Well, okay, so I'm a huge Batman fanatic. Like, I mean, I used to watch, like, my first Batmans were, like, Batman Begins, Batman and Robin. 
um, those sort, like those kinds. Yeah. And then we had a Welshman. We had a Welshman play the Batman, Christian Bale. So obviously he's my number one Batman, and also because <laughs> his movies were the best Batman. Okay. Um, hands so. down. Like I mean, I remember seeing the Dark Knight in uh, or Dark Knight Rises or whatever it's called in the cinema and just being blown away. I was like, wow, this is this is dark, but there's still an edge to it, all this blah, blah, blah. It was just very good. It yes. was very good. And then what I really liked about the new one, um, so did you know that Colin Farrell's playing the Penguin? I did not he know that. Penguin. He's a good looking dude. How's he playing the Penguin? Best role he's ever done in his entire life, Joe. Wow. Hands down, like he needs his own film that's just about the penguin i didn't love paul dano's version of the riddler quite as much like i felt like it's gonna sound stupid but i feel like there should have been more riddles <laughs> like, i really do okay um and i love a good kind of you know i think he could have played it out longer i don't know i just it, it felt well, 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 i gotta go and i want people to go yeah. and check out the daily call and check out your review but but should they see it or not yeah everyone should see it it was, it was good Except for the Catwoman, she was rubbish. I thought I thought you didn't like the Riddler either. I mean, he was fine. Wow, wow! All right, uh, it's Case Smythe. Go to CaseSmythe.com. CaseSmythe.com. Check out everything she writes on the Daily Caller. Check her out on Sunday morning, eight thirty p.m. Uh, eight thirty a.m. Eastern Time. And Kate, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Joe. This was so much fun. I missed you. Uh, we missed you too. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate the Cray News with Kay Smythe. Appreciate you hanging out today as well. Uh, big show coming up tomorrow. Remember part three of Laura Logan. Make sure you stick around for that. Right now, pop culture. Hi, right, Paula. What's happening? So the the Tonys, which are coming up, have released, I guess, something to to the people who are, are going to attend. Basically, okay. saying that they have a no violence policy. Come on, it's, you know now, and it's rules and regulations <laughs> for the upcoming ceremony. Come on, dude. You have to say that, really? I guess so. Come on, man. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.